0: Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on yourself and the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is about harnessing your focus. We all have a constant flow of thoughts and ideas that are constantly grabbing our attention that makes us jump from one thing to another. From the moment that you wake up, your mind is working through, what are you going to get done today? What are you going to eat right now? What are you planning for in the future? All these things are important for us to get the necessities taken care of, but they all do not require our attention right now. If you have all these things going on at one time, it's going to exhaust you mentally, and that's going to affect you physically. When you're mentally tired it leads to more mistakes that cause us further delays. Anger or discouragement or both might set in and this may make you want to give up. This can increase the chance of uh, affecting your overall health. The challenge is the idea that has been cemented in our thinking that we got to produce results all the time or at least most of it. That the more productive you are, the more important you are because of the amount that you're delivering. And there seems to be this misconception that more time put into something means greater results. More hours do not equal more results. Maybe some of this comes from trying to impress others to, to show dedication or fear of being punished. Each generation before has worked more hours than the next generation because much of what was done took long manual work. So innovation is what drives change, as it has a potential to make things more efficient. You know, if you look at from 1776 to 1809, the work week was about 82 hours. During the Industrial Revolution, the average work week was 68. In the 1840s, it then dropped to 60 hours a week. Then in the 1920s, it dropped to 50 hours a week. And then the 1940s, it dropped to 40. The change that occurs are because we have become more efficient. All right, so you might be asking, all right, Walter, what's the relevancy of all this related to focus? Well, a lot of this is because we think of time in hours. That production needs to be done on an hourly basis. You know, if you look at wages, a lot of what people think about is, what's your hourly rate? And production isn't always consistent on an hourly basis. And I think much of history that has occurred continues to be held on by previous generations because they've grown up with a certain way of things being done and it's worked out for them. So they got to continue that same method for things to run smoothly. So the older generation will talk about how the new and upcoming generation is lazy and that they don't have the work ethic. But what tends to get overlooked is that the new generation finds out other ways that works for them. So we went from largely manufacturing to a lot more technology jobs that allows us to use our minds instead of just our bodies. Eventually, our bodies break down a lot sooner than our minds. Now I get it. Change can be difficult to embrace, but that's an inevitable part of life that we're all going to experience. And because of this idea, that old way of more hours worked equals greater productivity is misguided. More hours worked can lead to being ineffective and burnt out. I'm sure you heard of taking pride in your work, and for some, this is done by how much time is spent working, because it might show a level of commitment I've heard people say I've been doing whatever for 35 years as if that's supposed to be impressive even if the results have been subpar. More time means very little if it doesn't produce quality results. So as this relates to focus we now know that that focus is more important than actual time spent on things. There's only so much that you can do in a day so you might as well intently focus on a few things that you can do exceptionally well. Focus is your superpower when you can properly harness it. Research has shown that employees are productive for about 2 hours and 53 minutes a day and spend 4 hours and 12 minutes working. You know this indicates that the total time worked yet not producing is about 57 percent. This time is used to build up to being productive. Some might view it as time being wasted But we all have our peaks and valleys when we're most effective and most ineffective. This information is empowering if you use it to your advantage by focusing on the quality of your focus instead of just sheer numbers. You could focus intensely for a total of 2 hours and 53 minutes and get better results than trying it for 7 hours. But focusing straight for 2 hours and 53 minutes will not be as effective as if you broke it into parts. It's estimated that people can focus well between 10 and 52 minutes. Anything longer than that, performance drops significantly. So incorporate breaks and try different intervals when focusing. So if you're working at 52 minute intervals to be at your peak, that's going to be three breaks in between. A 17 minute break is an ideal amount of time to disengage and feel refreshed. This helps you to avoid sloppy mistakes. Anything longer than 17 minutes and it throws off that rhythm that you built up. So more time is needed to find where you last left off. Make sure to get away from your work as you take the break because if not, it reduces feeling refreshed. If you were to incorporate this type of schedule, it would take three hours and 44 minutes to be really effective. This shows us that we don't need to feel guilty for less time work, but more time on quality of work, and that comes from the ability to focus properly. Throw out the need to feel or look busy because it's just a mental obstacle limiting the power of focus, and instead, be purposeful in how you will use your focus. I can remember when I used to work for somebody else, there would always be a constant theme, If you're not busy, make yourself look busy. I don't know, but that seems really depressive to me. It's like time is meant to be killed. No, time is meant to be used in ways to work your way up. Who are they trying to impress? Your focus is a limited resource that should be managed wisely. So the next time your attention is being pulled in different directions, ask yourself if your focus is helping or hurting you. Similar to managing your money, where we all have a limited amount, ideally, you should spend it on things that are going to better you, such as improving your health, building wealth, gaining more information that empowers you, and obviously leave room to enjoy it. But if you impulsively spend it, you'll have a lot of things that depletes your assets. You might look back and think, what have I done with all my money? Where did it go? Your focus should be the same way, How do I wanna spend it or use it? Will it be used on worrying and getting all worked up over things? Or will it be used to do something about it? When you're able to get dialed in, work to reduce the potential distractions that way you spend more time maximizing your effort. Other distracting thoughts will still be present so you already have enough grabbing your attention. So work to minimize what else can get in the way Go to a quiet place or somewhere there's less foot traffic. If you're going to work on a school or work project, close the windows and doors. That way you physically make things private and this blocks out more potential distractions. Put your phone on silent and leave it out of your sight. That way you have less to look at. It still might be tempting to look at it, but at least you put an obstacle in the way that can deter you from going to it. By being proactive and reducing these potential distractions, you increase your productivity. It can take as much as 23 minutes to refocus on a task when something distracts you, such as someone stopping by to talk, music playing, the TV on, or your phone ringing. In the work environment, interruptions occur 50 to 60 times a day, and that cuts into about two hours of productivity. A key component to harness your focus is to know what your intent is. And I don't just mean vaguely knowing, but specifically having a certain set of actions that you will do and why you're going to do it. So instead of saying I will study for an exam or prepare for the upcoming speech, take it a step further and say I will study a specific part of what's going to be on the exam where I need improvement in or I will make sure that what I say is clear and effective to keep the audience interested. Better knowing what it is you're working towards helps you move with a greater purpose. It's not the lack of time, but the lack of direction where many of us get lost in. When you know where you're going, you're likely to get there much faster than when you don't, because much of the time you'll be wondering, where am I going? This is going to help weed out what needs to have your attention and what needs to be removed. And once you know your intentions, commit to them by saying them out loud and writing it down. The more that you repeat it, the better chance it has at sticking. Have a priority list where you write down what you're going to get done. This forces you to see what you're thinking and have a better chance of getting it done as opposed to just having it mentally stored where it can slip your mind. You're 20% more likely to get things done when you write it down. Make sure that quality things are written down with a maximum of four things daily. The less things you have to focus on, the more energy you can put towards it to do it well. This is largely what Steve Jobs did with Apple and Pixar, where they would focus a year or more on a particular project whether it was the iPod, the iPhone, or just all the great movies that they made. So the focus was quality over quantity. Another helpful thing is to find out when you're most effective, which is largely affected by your sleeping patterns. The general seven to three school hours and nine to five work hours conditions us that we must be effective during this time. But we all have different times of the day when we're most productive. About 50% of the population is most productive during the middle of the day, which explains the current school and work hours. But for those who are not, your most productive days could be early in the morning and part of the afternoon. You're ready to go when everyone else isn't because of the natural tendency to rise early. For others, it takes time to wake up and maybe getting up begins at 9 a.m., and they won't get started until late in the day. This can make it difficult to work in that traditional setting. Knowing where you fall in this general category can help schedule when you should focus. It makes little sense to get up early and get work done if you have a hard time getting up before 9 a.m. Instead, embrace your sleeping patterns to work for you. Maybe you split the day into two where you're intensely focused for part of the morning And then again in the evening, find a fit that works for you instead of forcing yourself to how things are currently structured. You can play to your strengths instead of being limited by your weaknesses. In those times that you find yourself having a difficult time, focusing intently, find an outlet to manage it. Even when you have all the intent of what you will work on or what you're going to get done, worry or excitement gets in the way. A great way to clear your mind is by meditating and focusing on one singular thing. Maybe you focus on slowing down your breathing as it can help slow down your mind. I try to do this daily just before I'm about to work as it helps me reset and put away some of those things that were taking my attention away from what I need to get done. Or maybe you write out the things on your mind to reflect what's bothering you. This can lead to finding a solution to put it to rest or you'll find out that what you're worrying about was maybe not that big of a deal. While it's important to have a routine to get things done, sometimes you might have to mix it up to be effective. So if you normally wake up and get right to focusing on what needs to get done and you're having a hard time getting into the groove of what you're used to because things are weighing you down mentally... Do something else that's relaxing. You might feel guilty like you're behind schedule, but look at it as preventative care. Things like your health need to be taken care when there are signs of an issue, and this works the same way. The longer that you put off preventative care for a later time, the greater the potential problem will be. Look at the time off from your routine when you're in a rut in the same way you're doing things now to get back on track. Productivity will be uneven at different times. Unforeseen things will pop up and they need to be handled accordingly. Some days you're gonna be more productive than others and some days there's gonna be no productivity. Just work to get your mind refreshed and ready to go for the next time. Another thing to incorporate is simplicity. The better you can simplify things, the better your focus will be. Get in the habit of breaking things apart to make them more manageable. This is especially helpful when you're taking on a large amount of work because instead of your mind trying to grasp all the things involved that causes your attention to be pulled in different directions, you'll be able to digest things in small pieces. Just like when we eat, we may not realize that On average, a person will eat about three to five pounds of food daily, but it's not noticed because we take each meal one at a time, one bite at a time. Have that same type of outlook where you take things one step at a time and that results in thousands of steps per day. Based on what research you look at, the average number of steps taken is a little over 5,000, which seems like a lot. These steps helps us to get where we need to be to get things accomplished. We walk to the kitchen to get something to eat. We walk to work or to school to make a living and learn. We walk wherever we need to and those individual steps are not thought of so much. So as you focus, make sure to do the simple things well. Just because it's simple does not guarantee it's gonna be automatic that things are gonna go smoothly. If you look at the standards of hospitals, they do the simple things well, like washing and sanitizing their hands frequently to reduce the spread of germs that could contaminate people who may be at greater risk of getting sick. While it seems straightforward to wash your hands, doing it properly can be the difference in keeping others and yourself safe. Not using enough soap or water or not thoroughly getting into your nails Or if you touch the faucet or touch the door handle or other common things people touch, jeopardizes keeping harmful bacteria at bay. So when you can focus on doing the simple extremely well, the more that you do it, the better the results will be. I think too often focus gets overlooked because we're seeing things that appear complicated and we're trying to get as much as we can done in a short amount of time. In trying to get all this done, we tend to hurry up that can potentially compromise the quality of what's being done. Why am I going to work? Why am I going to study? Why am I going to work out if I'm not doing it well? It's almost like it's wasted effort. And then we might think that we put all this great amount of energy towards what we're doing, and we become disappointed if we're not getting the results that we were expecting. How well something is done is largely dependent on the quality of focus. So in everything that you do, make sure to emphasize the quality of your focus. Know what exactly it is that you're striving to do. That daily work that you do are those daily deposits that you make that add up over time. And as you simplify things, this is going to help you focus on one thing at a time so you can focus like a laser instead of like a flashlight. You move from 20 different things grabbing your attention to one thing. This allows you to stay present in the moment where you're not worried about what did happen or what might happen. It removes those potential distractions so you can focus on the things within your control right now. It's extremely powerful when you use your energy on the things that you can do instead of those things that you have very little to no effect on. What you can affect gives you more ability to use your power than those things that you cannot affect that limits that power you have. A great way to develop this laser-like focus is to stare at something for 30 seconds where your mind is just focused on one thing and this could be a chair or a cup or whatever it might be where you're just getting lost in that thing that you're looking at. This is going to start to tap into that hyper-focus And as you can do 30 seconds of this, maybe you increase it to 45 seconds, and then a minute or two minutes. This is a great way to build up that stamina. Make this a habit, then it's gonna help you get to that stage a lot quicker. I know for me, sometimes my mind is wandering off into different things, and when I can get to a point where I practice this type of focus, it gets me on track to put all my energy into one specific thing. To help manage this focus, it's gonna be important to intentionally take time off consistently from what it is you're working at. This is not just when you're having a hard time focus intently, but to maintain yourself, to prevent things from becoming a problem. You gotta really use this time intently to decompress where you can involuntarily focus on something else, where your mind is just free to wander, This is the time to really just let your imagination run wild of all the great things that are possible. Get lost in your thoughts or the hobby that you take up. Let yourself get into the flow of what is mellow. This could be listening to music, painting, or doing both. Giving yourself the time to get away from the intensity to let things flow. Take a walk outside and take things in. Or just lounge on the couch and have those lazy days. This will spark creativity that can motivate you further. Eventually, with enough of this downtime, is that you become bored, rested, and ready to get back at focusing sharply. But only with enough time off. And this is going to be different for everyone. This goes beyond just a standard break in between. And depending on what fits you best, you may do this first thing in the morning to iron things out. Maybe when you wake up, you do something fun like, play video games, or watch one of your favorite shows. This helps to settle down that want to avoid getting hyper-focused and builds a little bit of urgency where you might think, okay, I had my fun, now it's time to get to work. Or maybe you split the day into two where you get right into working when you wake up and then you have that downtime midday and then back at things again. Try different things and see what fits you well. You might even find that switching up your routine keeps you more alert as the same thing can get boring and that can lead to complacency typically something new forces us to pay more attention to the things like when you move to a new school when you start a new job or you move to a different region it makes us slow down to get our footing in place and if not there'll be more struggles along the way ultimately What harnessing your focus does is makes up for the talent or the skill that may be lacking. It makes your effort more powerful and helps you execute with great decision making. Hard work is part of accomplishing great things, but once you know where to put that energy to, you become more efficient that gets you there quicker. It can be extremely frustrating to work hard in the wrong direction because it can mean that the time was not utilized well. If that does happen, make sure to find out what direction to take to get on the right course. What makes you get to new heights is being able to do all the little things consistently well. It's being able to find out what needs to be done better. And with this consistency, it closes the gap from where you're currently at to where you want to be. Talent and skill can only get you so far. And the more intense your focus is on the right things, the more you can accomplish. It makes sure all the mundane things are taken care of so great things can happen. This helps you will your way into producing results. Think of your focus as a meter where you strive to give 100% capacity to what you want to get done. The greater your focus, the more energy is used that increases your chance of doing it well. The less capacity you use then it cuts into how well things are done so if you only give 40% of your capacity it's going to severely impact the quality produced because there was more to be given aim to get your focus dialed in by getting your mind relaxed it's not so much where you force yourself to pay attention but it's a smooth transition to that right state Getting there may take some time where you work in different stages to block out distractions, to get yourself ready to go, or it might be relatively quick. Not to worry if it takes time to get in that right state of mind for you, but as long as you can get there. Even if it takes 30 minutes or an hour to get yourself locked in, it's going to pay off tremendously. The greater your focus along with knowing what you're doing and why you do it, the more efficient you'll be with your time that further empowers you. This helps you produce quality results where you maximize your energy and your effort. Remember, it's not so much the amount of time spent working towards a goal or specific target, but it's how effective you are with the time that you dedicate towards it. Be intentional with how you're going to execute things as you'll exert more power because of the conviction in which you do it in. Find and incorporate those helpful strategies to manage your focus. It's not necessary to be hyper-focused all the time as this is going to tire you out, but it's finding that balance of getting yourself ready, being concentrated on one thing at a time, on the simple things, gets you closer to what you're striving for. The better that you can harness your focus, the more immersed you become that gets you in rhythm where you become absorbed in what you're doing. Focusing well can be difficult at times, so when your focus is not there, Avoid forcing it. Look to do something else. Every hour does not need to be accounted for to produce. Give yourself time to get lost in your thoughts and you'll eventually find the right synergy to get focused properly. I hope this episode has served you in some way. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource to help you build that right mindset to live empowered. All right, until next time.